Video Game Book Club podcast. Today we're doing another bonus cast. This is the third of five for the year. The game today we are covering is The Way of the Pacifist. I'm your host, Marcus, and joining me today, as always, is the homie, Trevor. What's going on? Uh, what's up, man? I'm, I'm uh, glad we were able to finally get this, <laughs> this yeah, thing going. It's, it's been a long time. <laughs> this is a pretty short game, but for whatever reason, it took us about, what, six months? <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we finally were able to talk about it, and I, I think both of us had to replay it and uh, from the beginning just to kind of get our bearings and be able to talk about it again. Um, but uh, this is, I guess, technically, this is my game, so I'll, I'll do the quick intro. This is a pretty short one, by the way. Um, Way of the Pacifist was developed by Household Games, Inc., an indie studio started in Toronto in 2016. This is their first game and their only game, and it was originally released on PC in March of 2018 and has since been released on Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. The game is described as an arcade-style tactical brawler based on a 90s cartoon you wish existed. Uh, The gameplay features timing and kind of rhythm-based combat to build a meter bar and has customizable difficulty settings. Uh, There's a twist to that combat, uh, but we'll we'll get into that. Um, Upon release, the game only featured a story mode, but has since uh, received a couple of uh, bonus content like patches or updates in the form of uh there's a new dawn is the name of the game mode it's a like arcade style challenges and they have a passive verse or a roguelike uh that features roguelike gameplay that further adds combat challenges and complexities and that's all i have um they have a twitter page household games inc but i did not see any news or updates about any upcoming projects or anything like that so their next move is unknown as as of this um and i guess the reason why i wanted to play this game this has been on my radar maybe six months i from when we initially we, we initially wanted to play this game back in april and um so this had been on my radar at that point for about six months and um I just wanted to play a brawler. That That is a genre that I grew up playing, and I remember playing brawlers uh, as a kid, and it's a genre that I look back on fondly. And I remember uh, back in our, in our college days, me and Trevor were really going ham at uh, Castle Crashers, so I thought Trevor would be a good partner in crime as far as tackling this game. Um... But yeah, like I said, there's a there's a unique twist on this on the the brawler um, aspect of this game. But before I get into it, uh, Trevor, what is your? Do you have any? What was the reason why you were interested in playing this game? And what's your background with brawlers? So my interest in playing this game dates back to when did you say this game came out? It came out uh, March t- uh, twenty eighteen. So it may have actually been when we went to DreamHack. I think there was either a trailer or something I saw for it. Huh. Or maybe it was... I don't know. I just remember seeing a trailer somewhere for it. And immediately I was enamored by it. Because just like you, I'm a huge fan of Brawlers. All the way from like Streets of Rage up to Charlie Murder. Like, I... I've played a lot of them. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when I heard this one had a twist where, you know, with the combat system, you know, in my mind, I was just like, oh, man, I had an idea for this same type of game in my head. Um, I just didn't have the expertise at the time to make games. Um, so they beat me to it. <laughs> but um, But I thought this was a really cool premise. And so I was actually following the game on Steam while it was in early access, I think. You you know what? Now that when you talked about it, I don't remember seeing it at DreamHack, but I do remember, I think I saw that same trailer because I actually do remember being excited about the game prior to it being released. And I, and I did something similar about visiting the 
Steam page because I think me and you talked about it when the game came out actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I take that back. I had been looking at this game or anticipating this game longer than I had let on originally. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think I bought it as soon as it came out on <laughs> Xbox. Do you know when that was? Uh, was it earlier this year? I, so the only so I had difficulty finding information on this game. So the release date for the PC version was March 2018, and the only release date that I was able to find beyond that was it was uh, released on Switch April of this year. So I don't know when it came out on PS4 and on Xbox. I knew it didn't launch on those titles or on those platforms, but I don't know when it came out. Oh, it came out um, on Xbox the day after PC. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't launch today, but okay. I think I... It came out on PS4 and PC at the same time. Okay. Or PC and Xbox on March 7th, but it came out on PS4 March 6th. Gotcha. Gotcha. Didn't realize that. Okay. So, yeah, I am ready to talk about this game. Okay, let's get into it. So... (laughs) Um, I guess the the uh, the thing that I didn't realize until we started playing this game was the fact that they styled this game as a '90s like it, it was very specific. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, damn, I just had it up. It was um, the game is described as an arcade style tactical brawler based on a '90s cartoon. You wish you existed so i didn't realize that they were going for i mean the art style obviously is very reminiscent of like classic arcade games or like beat-em-ups but i didn't realize like they were trying to make it seem like a licensed game that you would have played in the 90s and i thought that was really really slick um but as far as the uh and i, I think it fits too because the the, the, the characters in the game the enemies are very, at least the, the bosses are very unique and very colorful. <laughs> like, uh, not yeah, colorful. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> like, I don't remember any other beat em up games or arcade beat em up games that were as colorful as this game. Mm hmm. Um, and I don't remember any that took place in the desert. Yep. So it, it seemed like an original idea to me. I don't see, you know, the only thing I can see about it is, of course, like the, um, the animation style. Um, and of course the gameplay that's reminiscent. Yeah, yeah, but, where it's one at a time. <laughs> yeah, but as far as like the, the look of it, you know, it looks completely original. All, all the colors and everything make it seem like something out of, you know, the last five years. Yeah, so like it's a modern take because like even if you think about like in a desert setting, like normally like if you think of like Fury Road or like movies and just media set in the desert it's usually pretty earthy tones mm-hmm. and this game is pretty bright it, it, there's a lot of color in this game just even what the characters are wearing and when i was referring to colorful characters at least with the bosses i was just referring to their personalities and just like the way they are styled i wasn't even talking about like the mm-hmm. visual color you know um, but yeah, so the, the, the story, I guess you could say, or just the, the plot is a, a mysterious figure known as the Wanderer, which is the character you play, travels across the des- uh, distant planet of Zircon 5, a once prosperous mining colony that is now on the brink of destruction in the face of its dying star. Um, by using the pacifist, passive fist technique, the Wanderer can outlast any foe, and here's the the reveal, by deflecting their attacks and draining their stamina. With colonists disappearing and maniacs running wild, the Wanderer must stand firm, stay calm, and fight for answers in this unique modern brawler. Um, and, yeah, so the combat in this game is the... This was the selling point for me when I initially saw this game and i'm fair to say probably the same for you too right right where it unlike a traditional or just typical 
beat em up slash brawler where you're punching people, grabbing people, using weapons or whatever. There's no weapons in this game, and you're not attacking people. You are parrying and dodging and basically outlasting characters. And so instead of having enemies having a, a health bar, they have a, I guess, like stamina bar. And so you, um, when you encounter enemies, you are literally having to parry and dodge and their attacks. And so it's, it's a, it flips the whole brawler aspect on its head. I, I don't really know how else to say it. Like, you don't go into this game mashing buttons. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to be super defensive. Um, you have to be reactionary because um, there are tells when an enemy is going to attack you. But especially, like, from, from the jump, when you get into an encounter with somebody for the very first time, whether it's when you start the game up or it's just a new type of enemy, you have no idea what they can do. But you know the things you can do, you can, um, what is it, parry, like uh, dodge, and then the other thing is like a shoulder charge or a shoulder check kind of Mm -hmm. to kind of push them off you. And that's it. There's no punching. There's no a a dash. Oh, and a dash. Yeah, and a dash. Um, But that's it. And so like you will fight an enemy and maybe he does two punches, right? And so he goes punch punch and then you have to figure out what you want to do like if do you want to dodge them do you want to parry them and you're like learning the timing and then maybe the next time you fight that same enemy he's wearing different clothes and now it's a different enemy and so now he has a different attack pattern or maybe even different attacks and so the the whole crux of this game the gameplay is they throw at they throw super basic enemies at you that are easy to learn their patterns. And as you progress further and further into the game, you're fighting newer enemies. So you're always having to learn new patterns. And then by the end, they're throwing different batches of enemies at you. And like it, it, it's stacking on and forcing you to like learn all these enemies attack styles and be able to, outlast them because at the same time while you're doing these dodges or parrying you're building up a uh, combo bar and the bigger your combo bar when you do your uh, shoulder check attack it will transform when you have a certain amount of combo to a like a you can actually then do a punch a single punch or you can do a choke slam or you can do this attack uh, if you um build it high enough where you like suck everybody in uh with your fist and then slam the ground and like kill everybody uh, on the screen uh iron man has a move in marvel vs. capcom 3 uh can't think of the name of it you're talking about repulsor where he sucks people in is that what it is you're talking about Repulsor blast, like the little thing, he, and then like he he holds it over yeah, his head and pulls, yeah, it pulls the enemies toward him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> it's not as good as Repulsor blast, <laughs> but um, yeah. So you're building up the combo bar and uh, by being a pacifist, um, and uh, yeah, I I don't know, like I have never played a game where it specifically the entire crux of the game forces you to play this way and I was like enamored with it how about you Trevor yeah this man this is my type of game right here cause even with like traditional beat em up games I'm usually like a button masher in the beginning mm-hmm. but then once I get to more difficult enemies that's when I start learning the combos but this game from the jump like you have to build combos like mm-hmm. that's the only way to progress it just is so cool for a brawler to kind of teach you patience and recognizing patterns. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it, man. I feel like you can go so bright, like not literal, but like you can kind of go like brain dead or just like turn off your brain when you're playing like normal beat-em-ups where you're just, 
I'm stronger than this person. You know, all I got to do is just keep punching them or whatever. Sometimes there's tricky characters that you have to attack a certain way or you can only use exploit them with a certain move or they, you know, like certain things like that. But in this game, it's like <laughs> every encounter is like so unique in that sense where it's like, okay, I've never fought this character before. What do they do? But you also like don't want to get hit by them because you don't want to drop your combo either, you know? And then along with that, that makes the encounters unique is it's a completely different makeup of enemies. So you might be blocking one type of enemy from one side, but then they kind of alternate when they attack you. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to switch up your, your game plan with each enemy. And so if you have like four different enemies um, attacking you at once, you're constantly going cycling through forth. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not like you're fighting a character till they run out of stamina. It's like, okay, this person does their two attacks, then another guy is up and he does his different attacks. And like they're they're different enemy types. There's like the brawler types, there's characters that have projectile attacks, there's characters that are grapplers and grab you. And then even amongst um those specific characters, like there's a grappler character. And there are four four or five variations on that character. So like one pattern may be grab, punch, grab. And then the next character might be grab, grab, punch, grab, punch. And then the next character may be punch, punch, grab, punch, grab. And, and then, then the they also... That, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say they also switch up the timings on yep. things too. <laughs> so like sometimes it's, it's a quick double, like punch, punch. And then sometimes it's punch punch grab grab you know like something like that and so like it, it yeah it, it's a real like plays with your mind because you're like okay i got this timing down or you know i know what the the attacks that this character archetype can do but then when they like speed up or like they slow down and like to, to make you drop your combo it's like it's very stressful in a like yeah why is this like so stressful <laughs> when you, when, man when you drop a combo and start all the way back over oh my god <laughs> Or, like, so the way the game progresses, too, is I think it's a relatively short game where it's 10 levels and every even level is a boss. So, you know, levels 2, 4, 6, 8, and 10 have bosses on them. So, um, and then the way the individual levels progress is there's, like, I guess, what is it, like, 4 to 6? four to six checkpoint or not checkpoints but like sections on a ball yeah, on a scenes. level scenes and so um there's been like and there, there's checkpoints interspaced throughout a uh, a level so you you interact with the checkpoint and then if you were to die then you start there or whatever there was so many times when i first played this game where i was like literally one hit from dying and i like because I was I was facing new enemies and I did I was trying to learn their attack patterns and I kept getting hit and I would have be like one hit from death and I'm like oh I gotta go through two more scenes <laughs> perfectly <I> to <gotta> make it <laughs> to make it and those it was so rewarding like so rewarding and then on top of just like the whole um the the, the combat mechanic another thing and we can touch on this now like the environment plays a big role in this game. And I really dig the fact that it was in a desert because there's, I guess, environmental hazards, I guess, in this game. Like, you know, you have the traditional, like the landmines or whatever, but like sometimes there's like a sand, a sandstorm going on. Mm -hmm. And so you literally can't see and you can only like dodge and parry based off of, hearing and just like your your view is like super super uh what's the word i'm looking for obstructed impaired and so you have to rely on the timing of the grunts from the enemies when they're doing their attacks in order to know the timing so anytime i was doing a attack or excuse me i was i was continuing a combo with impaired vision i felt godlike (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was the same way for me. Like, as soon as, you know, a scene started, basically, 
the majority of the enemies <clears throat> that you would face would spawn like they would either jump into the screen and so you would ha kind of have to take note of that as soon as they enter the screen because along with um <clears throat> like the um the, like the striking enemies or the grapple enemies you also had enemies that throw projectiles mm-hmm and there were some instances where I was like only concerned about the enemies that would jump straight up, like they would fight me toe to toe. But then I would be waiting for the next enemy to come up, and it would be like somebody throwing projectiles from across the screen. Yep. And so those, you know, had changed up the game even more because sometimes they threw projectiles straight, sometimes they threw them up with an arc, sometimes they they threw them like a boomerang and. They would either go straight to you or go over your head and come back around. Sometimes they threw more than one back to back. <laughs> Sometimes and they threw Molotovs that were like slow lobs. And so you kind of had to like wait for it before you um, try to, to grab it. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just everything about the gameplay. I just really, really dug even down to the did you. So how many times did you play this game? Because you didn't beat it back when we started playing this game, right? Um, no, but I got pretty far the first time I played it. Okay, <laughs> and you just started over this most recent time? Yeah. Okay. So I probably got to like level 5 or 6 uh, mm -hmm. the first time. And I remember playing on... I turned up the difficulty a little bit when I played it then. And I think that was probably why I stopped playing and didn't finish. It was because I got too frustrated with it. Um, gotcha. So just to relearn the game when we started playing it this time, um, I brought down some of the the difficulty. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of explain, um, this game has a really cool way of customizing the difficulty of the game. You can, uh, once you start a new playthrough it gives you a set of options where you can change the strength of the enemies, the number of enemies in an encounter, the amount of items that you get, the amount of healing items that you get per level. Um, what else? The, um, the health, the amount of health that enemies have. Um, so it, it has these sliders and as you change the sliders, it actually changes your character's appearance, which is pretty cool. Um, but it lets you customize like how you want to play. So for this second playthrough that I did, I basically raised the enemy strength and health, but then I lowered the amount of enemies on the screen, um, just to kind of see like, okay, I wanna, I wanna go one on one with these enemies. You know, mm -hmm. one of the most frustrating things for me is when you're playing a game and you're getting double teamed by a bunch of enemies. So. You know, I thought it'd be easier if I reduced the amount of enemies on the screen at one time per encounter. So and the oh, go ahead. So what did you change any of the difficulty settings? So the first time I went through the game, I did not. I just kept it on, I guess, normal or default. So everything was base level. But then the second time, I turned up the amount of enemies you fight, and I turned up the. Um, strength or the strength of the enemies um but i did tweak the amount of healing items or the because there's a, the other one i don't know if you mentioned it was like your parry timing oh so yeah, your combo right. would drop if you did a late parry or early parry so even though you technically did parry you didn't do a perfect parry or it would only mm -hmm. your combo would only continue if you did perfect parries and i was like I'm never good at that in video <laughs> games, so I was like, I'm not touching that one. Um, but yeah, that that was the uh, the the one you had forgotten. Um, and I don't know, like I, I was I was just thinking about it too. Like there was even kind of going back to the combat. Um, there's even enemies that you can't kill unless you have a high enough combo meter. Right. You have to use your special attack. Yeah, like the, the, the robots. There's these, like, robot characters that, like, they take no damage. Or, like, they don't get tired because they're robots. They don't have a stamina bar. Like, they have a stamina bar, but it doesn't go down. Um, and so the only way you can 
defeat them is to build up your combo bar. And then the other enemies are the Shadow Warriors, which actually I, I looked it up. Those those were patched in. Those weren't in day one. Man, those um, things made me so mad. I still never figured out how to defeat those enemies. I would just kind of dash around and wait them out until they lost their... Um... So, you mean tell you? Yeah. So there's these characters. They're like they're normal looking enemies, but they just have an aura around them, and their their skin and everything. They're shadow. They're shadow characters, and the way to make them lose their shadows, you have to defeat all the other enemies first. So the 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 frustrating part about those characters are is you cannot parry or dodge their attacks. So basically, when they go up to attack you, you have to like escape and like basically run away but like you also want to continue to try to keep your combo bar up so you kind of have to like it's a it's a tricky like situation but um yeah like those were those characters were super frustrating to deal with the first time i didn't know and until later on in the game i was like oh if i kill everybody else then this thing happens so when i played it the second time i already knew i was like I'm I'm just gonna keep my combo going, and then I'm gonna when I see one, I use I spin my combo thing just to kill everybody, and it will knock them down, and then they will lose their aura and then get up at full strength. But at least you can parry them at that point because they're not shadow warriors anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I guess um worth mentioning um I the the, the title of the game the way of the pacifist. Obviously, Passive Fist is a play on the word pacifist, but also um, the, the, the character in the game, your, the Wanderer, has a metal hand. One, that's really cool. Um, but then the story in the game, I guess you could say, is that this doctor is experimenting on people. So there are, beyond yourself... They're the, the, the final bosses, or the, the not final bosses, but the uh, level bosses. Um, they also have been experimented on, and so it's a really interesting group of characters. Uh, there's a, I'm trying to think, um, there's a dude with basically a tire, like a spiked tire for a hand, <laughs> or something like that. There's a dude that has a... Um, like a magnifying glass welded into his shoulder. Um, what are the other guys? There's there's a dude that's like a a miner, like a like a oh yeah. There's the one that has the big scorpion tail. The botanist, yeah, that has like the big scorpion tail, and yeah. So there there's a there's some interesting. Uh, characters in this game and then like also who like yes you're playing in a desert environment but there are like uh changes in scenery uh because i think there is like a plant like a greenhouse or yeah it's like a that's the one where you fight the scorpion yeah and then there's also the one is in a cave mm -hmm, the sun worshippers are really cool because they have like i mean they usually like the they worship the sun, so like all the characters on that stage are like have glass shards in their bodies, and like <laughs> it's like super intense. And so like that—that's the one where the uh, the final boss uses the magnet or not the magnet, the uh, magnifying glass on his shoulder to shoot like laser beams at you. And then like the the planetarium or greenhouse boss, you're fighting a lot more uh, like creatures that come out of the ground that he's planted. I guess, mm-hmm. and they look like I don't know, like they're a mix of uh, pincers and scythers. <laughs> yeah, I knew they looked familiar. <laughs> it was like pincers body with scythers scythes. <laughs> Man, I was trying to figure out this entire time, like where do I know these enemies? From? Like, yeah, like it's a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, what are these scythers looking up? <laughs> so one thing that caught my attention when playing those specific enemies was when you first start encountering them they actually do like a a special animation when they come onto the screen Mm -hmm. they like roar at you they have like a a actual like audio (laughs) line that is yeah and it kind of confused me at first because the 
the alternate ones, the purple ones that you fight, those actually like spit like a um, poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that would throw me off every time they came onto the screen and do like their little intro animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm I'm glad it didn't continue doing that throughout the game because I don't remember any of the other enemies doing that. No, it was just those ones, the bug creatures when they came, or plant bug creatures when they came off the ground, they would do like a, almost like a taunt. And I feel like it has to be an homage to some brawler, but I just can't think of, like, the only time I can think of, I mean, and not the only time, but like, I can think of like, I I think it was Final Fight, where like characters would be in the background, and then when you're walking to a certain point, they would jump from being background to like characters on the like the foreground that you got to fight. Mm. And then I feel like it happened in the Ninja Turtles beat 'em up, where like the Foot Clan would like jump out of the sewers or like the yeah. the, the manholes. I know it happened in the Simpsons game. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I feel like it had to be like an homage to that. So maybe there was a game where the characters when they appeared on screen they would do their taunt and they were invincible and then they you, you know you could hit them because i was going to say the other thing with the bosses where they were the only characters in the game that had audio lot like an audio mm-hmm. line um or a voice line i guess you should say and it was always like when you would see the boss it was like a uh subtitled interaction until the last line and that would be read out loud and it, it reminded me of, um, I don't know if you ever played the Captain America and the Avengers. It's like um, back on like Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. It was also an arcade game. But like any time you fought like a, there was like certain audio clips and they were super corny and delivered in a corny way. The same way this, um, this game they were delivered. It was like a line like "America still needs your help," and then there was a boss that just literally was like "ha ha ha" and did like an evil laugh. And like there was some, I, I, yeah, actually, I think even the fodder enemies in that game because they would be like the "ah" when they die or like "oof" when you're like punching them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it made me think of that though. Like I think they purposely wanted to mimic that '90s beat 'em up like arcade like really crappy voice like audio line delivery <laughs> but it like I, I i dug it like i like every time i was like oh i want to hear this i want to hear what he has to say <laughs> um i feel like is there anything i feel like we're missing some things like i, I want to so, give this game its, it's dues <laughs> um in between scenes um you basically had to there was like a little span of area that you had to walk through Mm-hmm. That was kind of where you hit the checkpoints, and you also picked up health in those areas. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool that they added like that little scene, like other than just looking at the character animation, like when you're pulling the lever to like raise the checkpoint, or you're pulling off the little. Um, hatch to get health items from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i thought those are you know something unique i haven't seen in a beat em up before um where you can acquire items like that because it didn't drop any items from enemies no no it was always you had to it's like you know it's the same thing of like beating up a car or like punching a mailbox yeah. but it was like you can't do that because you don't have a <laughs> yeah. you can't punch right so it, it was just kind of like a, and, and then also like there would have been no other, like there would have been no way to deliver that unless enemies dropped it, which would have kind of broken up the flow of things because you are focused on maintaining your combo. And if you had to like, oh, like I'm going to go over there to pick up this piece of chicken that this guy dropped or whatever, mm-hmm. then that could potentially be like, oh, am I going to go for the food and get my health back? Or am I going to continue this combo and risk dying? You know? All right. Was there any, um, how, how did you feel about the bosses in this game? Was there any ones that stood out uh, or like that you really liked or didn't like at all? Or um, I liked all of them just because they all had very unique attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was kind of expecting the final boss to kind of use a combination of those attacks, but 
I think all the characters, all the bosses, had very unique animations. The thing I liked was the bosses were also like they were almost like progress bars or progress points for you mm-hmm. where like you could for the most part kind of stumble your way to a boss like you don't necessarily need to have a a steady combo to defeat the first batch of you know enemies like you can you know just you could just outlast them you know their stamina right let their stamina drain right but then the the way you fought the bosses, you needed, like, to do your most devastating attacks, you needed to be able to uh, parry and and dodge effectively. Because it would just take way longer for you to... I think the way you, you, you earned attacks was, like, a, after you, you blocked or dodged six things in a combo, mm-hmm. that was a punch attack that would hit one enemy... And then I think at 15 or 12, was it 12 or 15? 12? 12. At 12, you got like a choke slam attack that you would do on one enemy. And when you slammed, enemies around them would take damage and fall down as well. And then at 25, you did that devastating, like suck everybody in with your fist and then slam the ground and kill everybody on the screen. Well, it didn't kill bosses because it wasn't strong enough to kill bosses, but it took off a grip of their health. And, um, so, like, for that first boss was the dude, um, I think his name was Breen. He was a big dude with a spiked tire for an arm. Mm -hmm. And so, like, his main attack was shooting the spiked tire on the ground at you, kind of like the boomerang pattern that Trevor was saying, where it would go go to you, then come back to him. And then he also did this attack where... And not even attack, but this move where he would spin the tire in his arm and then hold it to the ground and that would start like a sandstorm and make things really low visibility. And he was pretty straightforward. He really only had those two attacks, but he had hordes of enemies that kept coming. So you were building up your uh, combo bar, um, combo meter off of the fodder enemies and, our, you know, the hordes of enemies. So then when you did use the punch or the, the slam, he would take damage as well. And... um I thought that was, like, a really instrumental because it forces you, like, you're not going to be able to beat him un- until you are able to successfully build up a combo. Sure. And then um, for, like, the third boss, or excuse me, the second boss was the Sun Worshipper uh, level stages. And the guy, his name was Tanner. And so he had a boat, uh, a, a staff, and then he had that magnifying glass uh, in his shoulder. And he had, um, like, a stabby, series of stabby attacks with his um, staff. And then he shot a laser, like a super concentrated sunlight laser from his... Super accurate. Yeah, super accurate. And he also had fodder enemies. So, like, I feel like with him, it was forcing you to be able to learn patterns because... I think the enemies specific to him were, like, um, uh, I think with him, there was multiple different types of the same character archetype, so you had to be able to be like, okay, this is the character that does three quick punches, this is, or excuse me, four quick punches, this is the character that does two normal speed punches and then a really slow third punch. And, like, being able to distinguish between those two while also being able to, like, deal with the boss potentially shooting lasers at you or what what have you. And I feel like every single boss was like instructive in some way or another. I'm trying to think what the, the other two was um uh, Dredge was the drill boss and I felt like uh he didn't have any ads though. He didn't have what? He didn't have any um like added enemies yeah he didn't have any any goons with him but what he he was like this dude that had like a a wheelbarrow on his back with like spikes sticking out of it and he had this huge drill so he would like prod you with the drill and then he would get into the wheelbarrow like kind of like a think of like a porcupine and do this spin attack that like hit all sides of the screen and so you had to learn how to deal with his attacks head on and like 
be able to deal with that and continue to build a combo that way. And then um, for the like, ones who grew up with the DVD players that would have the um, the idle screen or the little DVD logo would would bounce across the screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This or is it screensaver too? Right yeah, screensaver <laughs> too, man. Like uh, yeah. the old, um, I think it was the Time one for for. Oh yeah, it sure was. Mac on PC. Or Ma- I thought Mac had it too. Anyways, yeah, yeah. People with the DVD screensavers, it was your time <laughs> to shine, like Trevor said. Um, and then they had the Thornburn, which was the the guy that was at the greenhouse. And so he had this, he was an old man that planted enemies with this huge vat of like liquid on his back. But then he had this giant scorpion tail that, um, that will attack you. It will stab you the moment you get close to him. And he's just roaming around the screen, planting more enemies. And you have to like deal with the enemies that he's planting while also avoiding being close to him so his tail doesn't attack you. Because I could not, for the life of me, ever time the parry on his tail. Did you, were you able, ever able to parry his tail? I didn't even try. It was so fast. <laughs> like, I would try to get to one side of the screen and then, like, slowly work my way around until I got enough combos um, or combo power to do my special attack. And mm-hmm. I would try, like, if you let him get halfway through... And there aren't any enemies near you to build your combo meter with. I mean, he there's no way around him. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. And then on top of that, too, he's only going to put a... Like, I think he only does three or four enemies at a time. So, like, you have to, like, deal with the three. And otherwise, he's just roaming around and not stopping. And it is rough. And so, like, it, it was interesting fighting him because he's literally a boss that you beat by not touching him. Because you can't, like... You can't hit him. His tail will always attack you. So you have to like rely on the choke slam and kill, like damage him from the area effect of that, or the little sucking one, uh, the the twenty five uh, combo attack that you get. Because otherwise, you're not going to hit him at all. Mm-hmm. And that was super cool. I thought too, where it's like this, this: you literally can't touch this boss, but that's how you have to beat him by not touching him. <laughs> um, what do you think of the final boss? Dyson. Um, that was the most frustrating character. Mm-hmm. Simply because the timing is even more critical in him for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, he has three different attacks, I believe. The first attack that he usually does is the um, the little spikes that come out of the ground. Yeah. Um, And with those, this is probably the most unique attack. Because you have to turn different directions in order to block the attack. You have to um, go between left and right because you get attacked from the front or the back. Mm-hmm. And the the thing I guess we didn't say in this game is you can't parry. You have to parry facing the person or dodge facing the person. You can't parry if somebody's attacking your back or you can't dodge if they're attacking your back. So with his attack, not only is it... It's, I think it's like seven spiked attacks it's like a spike tentacle type of thing that comes mm-hmm. out the ground um is that omega red right from x-men huh. you know who i'm talking about i do he, he like he has the spindly like metal metallic cables right uh, yeah that's him yeah so like these come out the ground and so like you'll like maybe it's set it's i think it's always seven attacks that you have to block or parry or excuse me parry or dodge and you are not only having to figure out which one you're going to do, but you also have to face the direction that the, t- the cable or the tentacle is. And so that is super tense because it could be like, le- like the first time it could be like left, 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 right, right, left, left. Yeah, and the next there was a pattern to it at all. There was not a pattern. It was random. So then the next one was like right, right, left, right, right, left, 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 or something like that. You know, it's completely different. And then he also had a just like a quick stab where it was three tentacles that just stab, like went up in a row that you had to... I don't even know if you could parry those. I think you just had to then, avoid them. No, I think you could. Uh, oh, I never... No, you're talking about the... Um, the three that came up in... So that's basically like a grab. You could um, you could dodge it. Yeah, the, yeah, you, could, you couldn't 
parry or right. wait you could dodge it or like dash to get away dodge oh i always yeah. dash to avoid it yeah and I, I think that's one thing we didn't mention earlier um when talking about the difference between uh parrying and dodging mm-hmm. was basically um dodging takes a little bit longer than parrying so, yeah so for instance with like the tentacles whenever he hits you with those because they're in quick succession if you try to dodge them versus parrying them, um, you're not going to be able to dodge or block um, the second one that comes and hits you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had to be, that was another thing you had to be conscious of because like with um, the enemies that throw projectiles at you, there are some that throw two projectiles. You can actually catch and throw back the projectiles. Yeah, with the dodge. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you choose to to dodge the first one, it'll actually catch it, but you won't be able to dodge or block the second projectile. Yeah. I actually, you know what, I forgot that there was a difference in the length of time that a dodge, because for, like, I didn't remember the patterns when I played this game, but for whatever reason, I just gravitated towards parrying the second time I was playing. Mm-hmm. So I like that was ingress. It was super, super subconsciously ingrained knowledge <laughs> because yeah. I, I didn't realize like there's le- legitimately a reason why I'm doing things this way, but I don't know why. Yeah, and I had you for- can, completely forgotten about that. You can dodge pretty much every attack that you can parry, except mm-hmm. the, the recovery is yeah. a lot longer. Yeah, it was like the the one enemy that did like the cross the the cross body slaps and then the the, the heel mm-hmm. attack. For whatever reason, when I was playing the second time, I told myself, normally you dodge the heel attack, like you as in Marcus. Like for whatever reason, your your uh, pattern was parry dodge parry, or you know parry 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 dodge. And like so, I did that, but I didn't remember why I did it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and that explains it because when you try to, like you said, when you try to parry or you mean dodge a fast attack, you're gonna you're gonna get bodied by the the next one. Yeah, I tried to dodge specifically for grabs and projectiles. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only time I used dodge. For everything else, I just parried. I like dodging uh, the projectiles that were the boomerang and throwing it and killing somebody that was behind you. <laughs> I really like doing that. Um, but yeah, so like we were going back to the final boss, Dyson. He had the the, the seven tentacle attack. He had the uh, like the grab one that Trevor said you could dodge or dash from. And then the hardest one was he did this laser shot out of his chest, and he shot three in kind of quick succession. It was like shot, shot, shot. I guess that's not that quick, but it was like super hard to dodge. Yeah. Like you, you had to like dash to get away from it, or like be moving up or down. But the thing was, is that it left like a a trail, the laser. So mm-hmm. if you walked across the trail that it left, then you would also take damage. Mm-hmm. And that was he was super hard to fight against on the second time I was playing with the added damage. Cause like, if I got hit by one laser, I was already at half health. So two lasers bodied you and don't let him do those back to back before I could even build up a combo. Cause he shoots three and usually I'm already in a corner and I'm like, damn, I, I can either go left or up, but I don't know if I have enough space to dodge all three of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. If you if he starts shooting his lasers and you're in the middle of the screen, he's gonna hit you with that third one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that, or if you were like, yeah, if you were too far to the corner, where it was like, well, I can either go at him or and take the damage, go down and take damage, or go up. And then once you run out of real estate at the top, then it's like, damn, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna die. I'm gonna mm-hmm. die. But yeah, I, I think all in all, like I think the first time I played this game, it took me about four hours on normal when I was like trying to four to five hours trying to learn the patterns and everything. But this second time, I I blazed through it. Like I mean, harder difficulty or like more of a challenge. I did bigger batches of enemies that that hit harder, and I didn't die on anybody except for the bosses. And I think it took me maybe about two two and a half hours the second time. 
Yeah, it sounds about right. I think the sections of the game, like after I was able to replay and kind of relearn some of the stuff from my first playthrough, mm-hmm. it only took me maybe like an hour to an hour and a half to get back to where I was. Gotcha. And then maybe another hour to an hour and a half to finish. Gotcha. Did you um, mess around with either of the um, other game modes? No, I didn't get a chance to. So I briefly messed around with New Dawn, and it was like, it's interesting. So I think the crux of it is you have to play uh, five levels back-to-back. You have five lives total, and you're fighting enemies in a completely, I don't want to say random because I think you're going to, at the end of each level, you're fighting a boss. But um, you're fighting completely new enemies. So, like, the very first time I I hopped in, this most recent time, I fought the grappler character. But he had a completely new attack. Like, new as in, like, he just did, like, an overhead slam. And he did two of those. And then as soon as I defeated that, um, the next, in that same scene the next enemy that came out was the first boss. And he, instead of, like, he didn't have any fodder enemies, so I think he got, like, technically he was not a boss anymore, but just, like, a really, really uh, beefy, normal enemy. Hmm. And so, like, I I got all the way up to the boss on that. They, they had a new version of the um, the Pokemon monster that we were talking about. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what it did, though. And then... Um, I got to the the boss of that level, and it was the um, the drill guy, and he bodied me the first. I was already pretty low health, so he hit me, and then I had to start uh, over the level over, but now with one less life. And I was like, "F that!" Then, <laughs> yeah, so um, it's it's tough, and I, I I think I do want to mess around with it. Um, it kind of, in a sense, reminds me of. Um, Dead Cells, where in Dead Dead Cells, like once you beat the level or excuse me, beat the the final boss, you can unlock the uh, orbs to make the uh, difficulty higher. So then, when you start on this, when you start the game over at the harder difficulty, you're gonna fight later game bosses in the earlier levels. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of reminded me of that, where it's like, oh yeah, I know how to fight this enemy, but then they react, they act completely differently <laughs> than what you're expecting or used to. It's like, oh yeah, like oh, I gotta fight this guy, and it's like, oh damn, what like, what is that attack? I've never seen that before. Or like, oh, why is this boss in the middle of the level now? <laughs> that was one thing I really liked in the chapter that leads up to the final boss. It oh, pretty yeah. much throws like all the enemy types at you. But you fight them all at the same time. So instead mm-hmm. of before where they kind of mix and match and you're playing like a brawler, two projectile throwers, and a grappler, now you're fighting all four grapplers in the same sequence and you're like forced to kind of remember like, okay, this guy's this pattern, this guy's this pattern, this guy's this pattern. And yeah, that 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 was that part was really cool. That part was really cool. And I think once I got to that part, I unlocked the gravity well attack mm-hmm. and so that was all i was working toward was just gotcha. getting my combo up and as soon as yeah. i did i yep. could take out all the enemies at once because you had to do that for the robots yeah you had to do that for them um are we forgetting anything else the music in this game i was I, just about to say i know you want to talk about the music yeah i really 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 like the uh the menu theme and i think the I think it's the greenhouse theme. Also, I really dug. Um, was there? What was the standout? And what did you just think overall of the music? Um, overall, I thought it was good. It all blended really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember any specific areas where I liked the music the most. Um, it kind of kept like an upbeat rhythm the entire time, and I guess it goes along with like the attacks too, because like you're saying, there's kind of a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think the game tried to pay attention to that to make sure that you know it wasn't playing like some somber music while you were doing all these fast combos. But I think um, you know the music fit very well. Um, it made the game feel 
um, upbeat, kind of fast paced. Um, so I'll have to go back and find the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and take a listen to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like the um, the music in between the like the um, music in between levels. That guitar that's like the ding, <laughs> like that's pretty cool. Um, I actually I, I just pulled up to the, dif- the 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 differences with the new dawn and passive verse mode. If you want to hear about them, so new dawn takes place after the events of Way of the Pacifist. With the evil mastermind defeated, a new threat emerges to threaten all life in Zircon V or Five. With the focus on challenge and combat complexity, Dundon will require you to take your parry skills to the next level. With no checkpoints, you'll be giving five lives to make it all your way through Dundon stages. So, like I said, I died at the end of that that level, mm-hmm. and then I had to start all the way back up to the beginning. And then with passive verse says, the ultimate training ground for the truest of parry masters, the Passiverse, is a roguelite gameplay mode that features ever-changing combat challenges and a non-linear structure that lets you choose your path. Sounds very Dead Cells-ish. Survive long enough and you will find upgrades to unlock your abilities, but you only get one life and when you die, you have to start all over. Take on the hardest challenges to get to bosses more quickly or take the easier... But longer route and test your stamina. The choice is yours, but only those who walk the way of the master may proceed. So make sure your timing is perfect. And so they have a screenshot, and it's like you get to choose your way. And so like it looks like there's, um, they they assign like three different levels that you could choose between, and there's different difficulties, and they kind of show the enemies that you will face on those levels, and it it, it says like this is how many. Just call them fists. And so, like, it's like, oh, this level is one fist, this level is one fist, this level is three fists. And it says, you currently have zero, and (laughs) to fight your next boss, you need to have three. So you can, like, you know, play the two, one of the one fist levels and have one, but you're still two from getting to the boss. Or you could get straight to the boss by fighting the three fist level. And you can even see, like I said, like what type of enemies you will encounter depending on the level you choose. So that actually sounds really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this game has, like, I wish it was as long as the Scott Pilgrim game. I disagree. Like, well, Scott Pilgrim isn't, like, super long. It's not as long as Castle Crashers, because Castle Crashers... It's like a 12-hour game. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty long. Scott Pilgrim. I feel like Scott Pilgrim, and maybe this was because I was a scrub, but like you had to grind out grind out Scott Pilgrim. You had to grind out money. Yeah. Be, and then once you got enough money, you could buy those uh, items in like the first stage to mm-hmm. make your character like have 50-plus strength, and then that's when you could actually play the game. Yeah. Well, because even if Pacifist, even if it was like an actual arcade game it would be pretty short for that yeah and but it definitely i think what they would do is they would throw longer levels at you or you would fight more different types of enemies so like some of those enemies that i was fighting in the uh, new dawn Mm -hmm. i think you would fight but honestly for me like when we said like it was maybe about a two and a half hour game Mm mm-hmm I feel like if they maybe made it... And this is two and a half hours after I know what I'm doing. Right. So I feel like maybe if they made it like a six-hour game... No, not even that long. Because I feel like if you're playing the game and you don't know what you're doing, I don't want to say double it, but time and a half. So like, it should take a new person maybe about seven hours to play this game. And I think it should take somebody that is good at the game about three or four hours. Um, so so I, I think Pilgrim, the main story is four hours, and so I'm probably thinking it was longer because the main story plus extra stars. Gotcha. And I know I did pretty much everything in that game. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this game, like the fact that you can kind of con- control your difficulty, and they have those two modes that they added to add replayability. I feel like it's at a good spot now. I don't really think that the game... Maybe they could have added another boss. So, like, two more levels. But I feel like it's it's good now. Yeah. Do you have anything else for 
Maybe this it's just because I want to play more of it. Oh, I mean, hey, I just I just told you about New Dawn and yeah. Pacifist mode, yeah, so you're just going to have to get... Those out. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, you dug this game, Trevor. Great game, great experience. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, I was following this game when it was Steam Greenlight, and so I'm glad I finally played through it and got a chance to experience it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I will say I'm kind of sad we played this game so late in the year because we I I I have my list of you know so far my rankings of the games we played, mm-hmm. and I like I think that I don't know like I would have liked to see this game higher up on the list just because it would have been like nothing. It, you know, this could have potentially been like the first, the number one game on my list at one point this year, <laughs> but it is not now because we played so many games. You know, <laughs> it, it, like none of you guys would have known this was been my favorite game, but I would have been able to like un- unless I would have said it like on the podcast. You know, like this is yeah. the best game we played this this year so far, or something like that. Yeah, this game is great. I think that I really, I really, really, really dug this game. Yeah. The last thing I want to say is I was just looking at the sprites for the game, and this animation is really good. I think mm-hmm. the character design was really well done, and it's it's displayed in the game too. That's the cool thing about it. A lot of games will have like really good character design, but then I don't know whack animations, ways. huh? Whack animations. Yeah, it'll it just won't be animated well, or it won't translate well in the gameplay mm-hmm. um, but I think this game does a really good job of it because there's like screen grabs from the game and even the screenshots from the game agreed agreed and I'm I guess it's safe to say we are both looking forward to the next game they put out whenever they or like whatever they announce next is this game big in like the fighting game community I have no idea. I doubt it because it's not necessarily like... It's not a... Fighting game community plays games that you can play multiplayer, you know? Oh, gotcha. And so, like, there's not really a scene of, That's why this game feels short. There's no multiplayer. I knew there was something (laughs) missing. I was like, man, what is this game missing in this multiplayer? I mean, how would you do that? You'd fake each other out if you like. Yeah. Huh. I guess it'd be like dive kick, but it'd be like punch man or something like that. So the first person to land a hit. I guess it'd be like rock paper scissors. Yeah. Kind of. You have a grab, you have a punch, you have the shoulder check, then you have a dodge and a parry, and then like your goal is to like maybe land three hits before your enemy does or something like that. But then the, the enemy also gets in it. Or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's dumb. <laughs> I feel like there would be so many mind games in that. Yeah. That, that could potentially be cool. Um, do you have anything else for Way of the Pacifist? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Where can people find you at? On the internet, on Twitch, Twitter, Xbox Live pretty much everywhere at Lyric Unsung. You can find me on Facebook and on Twitter at Potato Salad. You can find us at Twitter slash M Checkpoints or Facebook slash Miss Checkpoints. Um, if you'd like tuning into Miss Check... Say that again? No, I was going to say Twitch. Oh, yeah, and Twitch. Uh, did you create what official one? Yeah, we have an official Twitch page now. Alright, what is it? I'm, I'm typing it up it now. It is twitch.tv slash Checkpoints. Cool. And then also, um, you have it set up too that it will share when the individuals, so like when you, Dante, or Greg are streaming? Mm-hmm. Cool. So like, yeah, even if you just liked that page, um, whenever these knuckleheads are streaming, you'll be able to see it. Um, and if you like tuning into Miss Checkpoints to find out about hidden gems, cult classics, and indie games, then share us with your friends, with your family, and the not shitty subreddit communities you're in. <laughs> uh, comment on our Facebook page, add us on Twitter, leave us a review, preferably five stars on Apple Podcasts, 
So we can appear higher in the leisure category, which supposedly apparently is the category they put video games yeah, in. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out Apple's. It's weird. Interesting category name, but okay. We want to be higher in the leisure category. Um, yeah, we have a ton of fun doing these shows, but we just really enjoy interfacing with you guys and uh, hoping to hear what episodes you like, uh, what you don't like, what you agreed with, what you disagreed with, and kind of what you want us to play next. Um, we've been doing these uh, two plus years, and we've had a couple of the fans submitted. Uh, we've had special months where we dedicated as fan submitted games, but we've, uh, it would be nice to hear some people. We've had a couple people hit us up. Somebody's like, yo, when are you guys going to do Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? <laughs> like you guys did the first game one, might as well knock out the whole trilogy. You, you guys said you all got it. And you know, I, I don't know. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about it. So, um, yeah, it was like, feel free to hit us up, ask us a question, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like, tell us what you want us to play. Um, and with that, we're Miss Checkpoints, and we're out. Peace.